What is up? What is up? Welcome back to Smart Ass Podcast. We are back like we never left. I want to thank you for coming in to our show today. And it is tuning in today at 7.30 on this nice, beautiful Thursday afternoon. My boy, K. Little, are you there? Episode two, episode two. Y'all, we've been gone for a minute, but we're back. We promise. We're back, we're back. We're back like we never left. We got to get another another horn. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I might do that every show. I don't know. I just get excited. Don't, please, do don't, don't let that be a reoccurring thing. Well, we want to welcome you to the show. I mean, I am your boy, quite frank. We have K Little. So K Little, let's go ahead and, and uh, give get up with the introductions. Those who want to welcome you to the Smart Ass Podcast. This has been a two years in the making with this uh, podcast, but we finally are delivering. Like I said, I'm going to say it one more time. I am your host, Quite Frank. And I am Kay Little, y'all. Um, what's really cool about this podcast, right, we, this is seven years worth of conversations and arguments and misunderstandings. Literally just a second ago, you know, I had to correct Quite Frank because he don't be having it together. Um, and this is what we do. Right? And I'm always right. And I'm always right, too. But you know what? Through it all, and though we may be different and we realize that we're both smart asses, um, and so, of course, we present to you Smart Ass Podcast. Most definitely. And what's unique about this podcast is it has a live component to some of the other podcasts that you listen to. We're live. So it allows you, to, as listeners, to comment and engage with us in real time. Whether you, whether you want to do it, whether you call in, whether you join our chat session, there is no worry to get this platform. You can always go to iTunes or Spotify where we post the next day to be able to listen at your own leisure. Or if you want to uh, listen to it live, you go to blog talk slash smartasspodcast. And don't forget smartasspodcast is live and in effect every Thursday at 7.30 p.m., okay? Eastern Standard Time. So make sure y'all check us out every Thursday. Every Thursday. And if we can't be here, we'll let you know. But we're gonna be here every Thursday. Every we sound Thursday. really official. So, yeah, we do. So, so we got that out the way. So we wanna let's go ahead and get into our favorite <laughs> segment. One of our favorite segments is the asinine portion, where we talk about the current events that's happening in our world, and we got so much to talk about. So let's go ahead and get that started. What should we do first, uh, K. Little? I'm gonna let you decide. Um, we got so but- much. We do have a lot to talk about, but, you know, I think we can't start a podcast and not be smart asses and not and, and, and be black men. Right. And not have conversations about BLM. Right. Um, black Lives Matter, basically. Um, so uh, let's sort of talk about a little bit when it comes to uh, the passing, the really tragic passing of Vanessa Guillen. Uh, which she was a uh, in the military and had disappeared two months ago, and they recently found her body, um, and she had been murdered right in a really sick way. And it's just, this is disturbing because um, she just sort of disappeared, and it was just like, all right, she's gone, that's it. Um, and it took a outcry and a and a loud voice from the people to actually make something happen. Uh, and thankful that we found her, but really upset and sad about what happened um, and disappointed in how Fort Hood handled this whole situation. 
Yeah, most definitely. I, I don't know if everybody knows the story. Can you kind of give us an update or get, I guess we should maybe do an update about what happened and kind of where we are now with it? Well, yeah. So two months ago, she disappears from um, Fort Hood and she um, is sort of MIA and her family is like, no one's investigating, no one telling us anything. She's just gone. Um, and supposedly and this base said what? When, when did it happen? Like in April? Yeah, so what are we in? Uh, Yeah, around April, April, May, I think April, if I'm not mistaken. So she's been been missing for some time, and it hasn't been a big deal. And that base has history um, issues with just misconduct in a lot of ways. She had also shared that she was being sexually harassed by um, colleagues or superiors, um, but was worried about blowing the whistle on those individuals out of fear of some type of... um, um, repercussions to 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 reporting them, um, and then once everyone really found out about this, and the world really really shouted, "This is not right! Do something about this!" Um, then they decided to investigate and found her body. And the individual that killed her, uh, also in the military, ended up killing himself once the um, once he was sort of found out, and then there was an accomplice, some woman. I don't know who she was. I think she was trying to hook up with the dude. And she was silly and just did some. I don't know what she was doing. She she ain't even in the military. She shouldn't even been on the base. I don't know what she was doing, but she's a part of it too. Um, and they found her. And found and her. yeah, so the story came out, and so there was a lot, a lot of especially from the Latin community. There was a a big outcry for you know to get this case open and get it some justice uh, for Vanessa. Uh, but kind of what I saw a lot, what I saw even going into it um, when it happened was a lot of outcry from the Latin community about uh, kind of BLM versus um, her, her, what happened to her, and 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 our our uh, the the essence of of, not, of it not being out there and not being blasted and not being supported by the black mm. community. So like for me, I, I I don't know if there should be to me. It seemed like a, it wasn't a competition, um, and I don't want I don't want to say that people thought it was, but just I didn't understand the the, the 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 comparison of of not getting behind this or or, or not getting behind a rally of of bringing her story to light when it had to me it had nothing to do with George Floyd or what happened to him. You know, I think justice yes it needs to be served, but not in a way that it that we had to make a comparison of well we're not uh, shedding enough or not uh, behind our Latin community when it comes to you know black people being behind the story of being behind that community. So well, I don't know. I think I just, it, yeah, but I, I, you know, I think it goes back to like what we talked about in the first episode that when it is a woman, right. Um, mm-hmm. Assuming Vanessa um, um, been by those identified as such and been by those pronouns, but when it's a woman, it's sort of ignored. Like, like it was two months. Two months and this yeah. was not a this was not a thing. So I think was it's it really just like um, was it what? Was it really? I mean, was it really because she was a woman, or is it, or I thought it was more like so that it could well it could have been based because she was a woman and not shedding the spotlight. But, but I don't know if it was that was a narrative or was it a narrative that we we wasn't we wasn't shedding light or people weren't, weren't supporting her story and getting justice. And I feel like it was because we didn't know about the story. Probably so, but but at the same time, it was 
up there. It was, you know, maybe not as big as um, um, as Brianna, but it was for sure up there, right? And so I, I definitely think you can't you can't ignore her identity. She's a woman, and she is a um, the Latinx community. So why was it sort of discredited? But at the end of the day, it don't have to be. You know, we ain't gotta go against each other. Like, you know, we gotta we gotta fight the fight together. Like, it it can't be black over here and everybody else over there, or this identity over here and this identity over there. Like, I don't think we can do it that way. But I do think it's worth. I I, I do think that injustice is injustice. Um, you know, we gotta have, start having these conversations. They, they arrested, but they did. I mean, even though he killed himself, they did. Um, Two, months her, later. Two, Two months later. Two months later. But I mean, was it was it the right thing to say? I think you can you can share her story without having to make it a a black lives Black Lives Matter movement outcry. You know, like I just feel like why do you need, why do we need to um, go against each other, right? Because I think a lot of the concern too was that sometimes uh, black people don't feel the support of the Latin community, and Latin people don't Latin community don't feel the support of the black community. And when I say that is that. When you look at the protests, right, you look at what a lot of things are happening, sometimes black people think that Latin uh, people get some of the benefits sometimes from not being black. And then on top of that, the Latin community may feel that black people don't support them when it came to immigration because that wasn't something that, that you know, black people had to deal with. So they didn't wasn't a mm-hmm. protest then when people were getting torn from their homes, get taken away from their families they've been here in the U.S., uh, for years, you know, contributing to this to the community and contributing to the to America, right? Um, there was no support from Black people, so I felt a lot of that tension, you know, of not supporting each other when we are both immigrants of this country and we both share some of the other other injustices of this of this of where we live. So, to me, I, di- I didn't like that comparison of, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't do enough. We all we all play a part. We all need to support each other and don't make it a versus thing. Like you said, RIP versus BLM. That's not a. Okay, so my question to you, quite frank, is that when we found out about Vanessa, you know, that she was missing and no one was doing anything, what did you do about it? Did you say anything? Did you post about it? Did you have conversations about it? I did. I, no. Well, I had a conversation. No, I did. I I had a conversation with my with one of my boys. Uh, he's a Latin Latin descent, but we we did have a conversation about this particular con- uh, convo we have now. But we did have a conversation about you know finding her killer and then bringing how we do how do we bring awareness to her case, uh, which I said I would but, repost. But, but, but before that, before that, it was confirmed that she had been murdered. What conversations were you having? I didn't know I didn't know nothing about the story. I literally had heard that week and. When I found out about the story, that's when I. If saw, you follow uh, me on Instagram, you saw a post. You know about well, you know, we all know that you know when when the sky is purple and when the east is let me let me everything. Let me say there's plenty of people um, you know across the world. I have about two billion followers on Instagram, so people saw yeah, it, uh, and so what, you what, ain't got no excuse. You should have said something. Yeah. I, no, I'm not saying what? that. I'm not saying what. Go ahead. Well, I'm just saying. Say, you know, I'm not. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Please step back and let me come through. Uh, I'm simply saying that you know um, I think what was happening, what's been happening is naturally a lot of people are using social media naturally as this platform to talk about what's happening in the world, and this is part of it too. 
So, you know, we if we're going to talk the talk, we got to walk the walk. Be about it, quite frank. Be about it. Great. True. That's I know all everybody I got to say. We need to support each other. That's just a narrative I want to put out there is that we all need to support each other because we all, if you, if, unfortunately, if you ain't, if you have another skin, you, you get some of the same injustices that everybody gets the same injustice, right? We might have different things that affect us differently, but we all, it needs to be all rally cry for any injustice, right? And so you, I'm glad that they finally were able, even though he cowardly um, got out of the situation, right? I am glad there was attention brought and that the killer was found and the other girl, yeah. hopefully she will get some for criminal charges against her and I'm you know, praying for the mother. Yeah, right. <laughs> and praying for the mother and, and, and praying for their peace, but also praying for everybody right now because, like we said, the 2020 has been a crazy year. And, uh, Kay Little, you, you, had, you had mentioned, um, and I like the quote that you had said, I don't know if you want to mention it now, but 2020 has been a, a, a crazy year this, um, as far as when it comes to deaths. And, I'm trying to like what you talk, what you talking about? What did I say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2020 has been a really crazy year, and and in my perspective, you know, I was I was mentioning this earlier today, um, that you know, there's a cloud of isolation and death just surrounding us. Like, I mean, if it's if it's from COVID, um, there it is. If it is related to the race uh, tension in the in the country, there's isolation and death with that too, right? Um, even Loved ones passing from like, uh, what's the actress from Glee? Uh, Naya, I think was her name. But even her her death, right? It's just it's just it seems like there's like a cloud of isolation and death around us right now. And so, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to be in 2021 because in order to get in 2021, we got to finish out 2020. Right. And I think I just want to sit still. I'm I'm scared to move. So I'm you know it's a rock and a hard place at this point. But 2020 has been a rough place, and it's been a lot happening. Um, we still got to, you know, every day take care of ourselves, too. Well, definitely. Yeah. Well, speaking on the subject of uh, being divided, the black, and we're talking about communities, right, that's, that's facing uh, turmoil and, and things like that. That's why, let's talk about the black community and the Jewish community and what a rough week that's been. So we want to talk about <gasps> Nick Cannon and his anti-Semitic mm-hmm. uh, words put out there, kind of the backlash and everything that's going on. Yeah, Nick is um Nick, okay. Nick is not canceled because I know we got a cancel culture. Nick is not canceled because Nick has, uh, I think, done his research or, or tried to educate himself within a day or so and release an apology. Um, um, this is my comment to all of that because listen, I, I I can't speak as an expert in these things and I'm not versed on um when it comes to um, Judaism and and what that looks like. So I'm not trying to you know, be the expert. You know, I, I know a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm well educated, but um, yeah. you know, I can't talk on that. But what I will say is that I want us to be cautious of su- supporting people and having each other's back in this big extreme way, where we don't at least challenge them and educate them and call them out if they've done something that could be problematic. Doesn't mean we got to cancel Nick because I don't think that's appropriate either. Um, but I do think it means like. We stand with you, Nick, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, if Nick did something wrong, you can still stand with him and say, okay, you messed up, fool. Like, you know, figure that out. And I think that's really important. So um, he's been fired from his shows. I don't think he owned Wild and Out, or he should have, but I don't think he has the ownership or whatever. I think he, um, I think he sold it to Viacom. I think he's the, he's the creator, but I think he actually like showed the show to, like, MTV Viacom. 
Well, listen, uh, Dominic Ebony said it best. Make that money, don't let it make you. So, you know, you got to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, and um, Junior's birthday I mean, party. Well, let's talk about, I guess, right. I guess we talk about, like, what he said. Now, his rhetoric was from actual, I guess you call it textbook literature of, of, of from, I mean, what people are saying, from, um, you know, the Ajavalana uh, Farrakhan. Um, and from the Muslim community, so it was it was actually a textbook that what he's reading from, um, that he, where he got this 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 uh, language or these like words whatever, and so he read it off his own podcast which he had, so it wasn't done on TV but it was done on the podcast he had he did last year, but it finally came out. I guess the episode came out um, sometime recently. So a lot of people, especially in the black community, have um, not found a problem with what he said. Um, and I'm on it more to the side of I I understand the concern. I understand that some of that can be considered hate speech, especially not to the Jewish community because I feel the Jewish community. And I'm not saying slavery is was worse or, you know, whatever. But oh, okay. Whole, okay. Let real, me, real, uh, I just want you to tread lightly, like whatever territory you finna go. <laughs> I'm trying, no, I'm just saying I can understand how the Jewish, Jewish community about what he is saying that. You have to, like you said, you have to be very careful of, of treading that line because you don't want to say one thing was the worst or offend our brothers and sisters on that on this that's Jewish and, and to minimize what they went through, right? Um, and just think they or they think they are above us. I don't, I don't, I think that was a lot of what people were saying that they think that that he thought that maybe Jewish people thought they were above um, black people, and that, that's what a lot of times that's what even with the uh, with the commentary with the uh, I never NFL, heard of that before. What is it? I think because okay, for example, you know everybody knows I live in Michigan, so there are the parts in Michigan that are very Jewish. There's a Jewish community, and so a matter of fact, mm-hmm. there's a part that uh, Southfield, uh, Michigan, uh, was considered once a Jewish community, and Oak Park. So Southfield and Oak Park are right next to each other. Um, so mm-hmm. it was a, back in the day, it used to be a very Jewish community. community. And a lot of time, a lot of blacks start moving into Oak Park, and a lot of blacks are moving into uh, Southfield, and surely but surely you've seen a lot of those Jewish families moving out. Um, and a lot, a lot of that was was about was about um, they thought they didn't want to live next to the blacks. And so I think there's always been this kind of tension, maybe not unsaid about it, um, but I think we have to, like I said, we cannot be ignorant to think that and misspeak, um, and we have to know what we're saying. Um, but as far as that division, I think it, I think the division is there. We're just not just talking about it. I don't think I have a comment. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I have a comment. <laughs> the division sometimes is there. I just I just hope we just need to start be more together. That's just this is the name of the game. Is uh, we need to be more together. We don't need to uh, be separate because at the end of the day, yes, we, there is a color. We all have different shades and creeds and religions and things like that. But at the end of the day, we are one people. We are we are people, right? And we need to care about each other, and we need to uh, respect our cultures. We need to respect our history, right? And we need to acknowledge it. That's the biggest thing, acknowledge the history, right? And I don't mm-hmm. think that we need to be divided. So that's really the basis of what I'm trying to say is we don't need to be divided anymore. Like, this is not the time to go against each other, whether it be uh, Jewish, Asian, uh Whatever, whatever, whatever race. We don't need. It's not a division, right? We need to be here for each other 
and race, also religion, sexual orientation, gender, you know, quite, you know, we have, we're going to have some conversations later in, in, in Spider-Ass Podcast with Quite Frank about some of, you know, his, um, his shortcomings and uh, going to help him out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just, you know, I just, just want to talk about that. So let's go into, we go to another, you want to pick what else, another segment. Let's go to, we want to talk about, well, we had a lot of a lot of gun talk, a lot of people pulling out guns <laughs> for the last two weeks. Yeah, we have. Um, you know, if you all saw the videos of the couple, the married couple, I'm assuming married, the lawyers in um, Missouri, if I'm not mistaken, um, pulling out guns on people as they traveled by, I mean, looking like food, looking like a food with your pants on the ground. It didn't make no sense at all. Um, Even um, what we've been calling Chipotle Karen and Kevin um, pulling out a gun on the black mom and black family in Michigan, if I'm not mistaken, too, um, and being charged for things, too. Even all the way to the point where people are painting over the BLM murals that they have in California, New York City, um, it's getting a little out of hand, like defacing things. So, I mean, the violence is going. We sort of knew that, right? Um, but people are also finding ways to continue to spit and show that hatred, which is real messed up. And for the people that's on the side of Chipotle Karen saying that the black woman was crazy and too aggressive and all the other stuff, that makes absolutely no sense. Ain't no way you you in a vehicle you step out of the car, and I know you're pregnant, but you step out of the car with a gun, aiming it at this mom in front of her children. I don't care if she acted crazy, and I don't care if she hit the car hand or not. Just go ahead and move on or go ahead and call the cops if you feel like you need to. So all this conversation surrounding Chipotle Karen. Now, Chipotle going to stay, uh, Chipotle Karen going to stay in the penitentiary with that pay for guacamole <laughs> and that rice and the rest of the stuff that she needs because it don't make no sense. That ain't right. And if you're saying that it is right, and y'all, uh, against this black woman, y'all got some problems that y'all need to come on the podcast and talk about because you messed up. Well, my question is like, why is why is there so much anger? I think I know why, but like, there is so much anger out of nowhere. I mean, you seen so many videos of just people getting mad because they're sitting protesting quietly, or there's demonstrations oh. of people in their voice. When it's supposed to be the land of the free, and you be able to voice your opinions, right? There's so much just anger. Automatically, when you see anything that says Black Lives Matter or Anything that has to do with justice. So, like, why is there so like mm-hmm. so much anger? And that's, well, that's the question. Con- like, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's probably connected to people uncomfortable. When people get uncomfortable, they lash out. Or when you think that your rights and your privileges would be taken away or fridged upon, then you want to sort of act out a little bit. Because most of the time, you can ask people if they're angry about something um, that they shouldn't be angry about, like. Uncle Ben and Angel Mom, and, and what I'm referring to is changing those images and stuff. The question is, why is it that deep for you? Why Why is it that serious for you? Like, for what? And sometimes the answer is just, shouldn't be shut up. Yeah. You bring it on the head, though, I think change. That's the biggest thing. They're scared of change. And, yeah. you know, they say that, you know, unfortunately, the the white population is going to one day become the minority. So I think a lot of that sometimes has to do with they just are scared of change and they, they stare some people are scared to think that they're not going to be uh, on top anymore, which you, you mm-hmm. see that coming. And to me, that's where a lot of it, a lot of it come from. But I don't understand why. Like, you know, if you see what's going on in the world, how how can you deny it that there's a problem? Yeah, that's yeah, my, no, you're absolutely right. 
But do you so do you Blind. think as far as like people had a so there has been this question about like people saying that people should be able to defend themselves, right? So they're saying like a lot of these a lot of this um confrontation sometimes is coming from people feeling scared, offending like they need to protect themselves. So when you talk about like the two lawyers, right? Um, with the guns. Yeah. Um what were their names yeah. again? Uh, what was their name? David and Nicole. Uh, yeah, David and Nicole. So I know you recently like the uh Virginia had got a a a, a, a um can't think of the word right now, like a, a citation to be able to get their guns out of their homes. Missouri? I'm sorry, Missouri. They got the to be able to get their guns out of their homes. They seized all their guns. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, but people have a problem with that. They're saying that the reason why they, they came oh. out was, it was because they wanted to protect themselves. So they felt like their home was being invaded. But the, the Black Lives Matter came out there because the governor of Missouri was putting the names of the protesters out there uh, to be arrested. So they choose like putting out their addresses and things like that. So they felt yeah, like but at what one, point? Uh, I was gonna say, at what point are you? Do you start to really ask yourself the question of like, why am I afraid? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And if the answer is I'm pulling out this gun because I'm I'm scared about I'm scared for my life and my property, but why? Where does that come from? Is that rational or irrational? And I think they probably would have realized that that didn't make sense. And, and then I, they said it was their home. That looked like a big old administrative courtyard right. building. They live in real nice. Right. They real live in nice. real nice. I mean, they live in if something. Real, real nice. Because for a moment, I couldn't even pay attention to the guns. I'm just like, dang, where'd they get the money to buy the house? Um, I don't know. I I think they just, I I think it's just part of it. Are you putting out guns on people that have, like, uh, wooden sticks? (laughs) Like, isn't that safe if you put out a gun on people that don't have firearms with them? Yeah, yeah, but but if if you're afraid of that body and that individual, you know, and quite frankly, and I talked about, I've been reading the book, how to be an anti-racist. And part of that is being afraid of that body or the black body. Um, mm-hmm. And you really, really are fearful for no, really, I mean, really no reason, right. Other than what you think right. you've been fed or what you think you have in your mind, then yeah, you think you need to go pull out a gun and then you justify it, justify it when you can't, when you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Okay. Well, I just want to tell you, for everybody out there, please don't pull out no guns. I mean, and we saw, even in the Black Lives, I mean, unfortunately, even in our own Black Lives Matter movement, we saw a lot of deaths even over the weekend, over over the last two weekends, which unfortunately a lot mm-hmm. with a lot of incidents mm-hmm. of uh, children being shot because they got crossed the the, the post test lines and ended up getting in the uh, in the crossfires, uh, people were getting mm-hmm. killed. So we got to be careful about uh, these. Uh, acts of violence when it comes to you know the change that's happening because we can't we can't afford to lose anybody anymore in 2020. Right, right, absolutely. Well, we talk absolutely. We're talking about change. She want to talk about the Redskins and them changing their names. Finally, changing their names. I think this is a good call. This should have been the thing a long time ago. Um, and let me tell you something. I've had some conversation with people that's like this is not a a problem, but I'm trying to think of a. Oh darn! Oh darn, y'all! I had a really good, I had a really good comparison to this. If a football, basketball, soccer, whatever team decided to have um, uh, 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 us, uh, black people, as a mascot in some way, um, um, 
or even <laughs> I, I think in Arizona one time I used the example of like I'm having a restaurant called Nigga Pies. And it's like, okay, that's <laughs> problematic. And if you and if right. you step foot inside trying to shop there, we're gonna have a problem. So yeah, the right. same thing here. Like why why would why would you why would you want to do that? And it's and it's rooted in oppression. It's rooted in hate. It's rooted in death, right? I mean, if we're thinking about historical pieces, right? It, it's rooted what, in what it, the American community had then told them that it was a racist slur. <laughs> And they still they had a whole poll about it, and they still voted to bring to not still use it. And yeah, I think he, the oh. owner was quoted, and you put it, he, he, we will never change the name. Mm-hmm. But I think, but, but people were saying because of the push, you know, because of the push of corporates of them backing out and not putting yeah, money, cause on money it, talks. Money yeah, money talks. So do you, I mean? Do you think? Do you think that the people are owed? I mean, do you think they're owed something? Because you got to think about it, all the merchandise is still going to be out there with the. Logos, right? Now they're gonna become like kind of nostalgic pieces because they're not. There's gonna be a name change, so we're gonna think of of, of, of past history. You think the Native American yeah. could be should be compensated for any like uh, merchants that sold with that redskin name on it? Yes, very much so. And um, every every other oppressive uh, system entity in this world should be paying um, our native our native friend, indigenous um, peeps. Um, actually, actually, everybody that they've impressed at this point, yeah, go ahead and throw out because I'm on the check too. So, um, whoever heard <laughs> us as well, <laughs> you have you have made a good point too that it don't just start with just the NFL too. You have to look at a lot of offensive names, um, even outside of the national sports. When we, like we come about, yeah. I think you had talked about two teams having yeah. uh, names, college teams, like all that. They're gonna have to. I mean, it's gonna spark up all that has to be changed. Yeah, and 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 I know that at some point people started to make those changes, but I'm thinking of some of the people that have been gun ho about the um, change, the name change for the Washington Redskins, but also um, they still are supporting their high school or junior high, or you know whatever that that is also very similar um, to that with the with the the school name of like. Like the school, uh, University of Michigan was so what EMU used to be the uh, Huron, uh, you mm-hmm. know, very much a problematic things, you know. So, right, uh, I'm, I, I'm glad it's right. Time, man, this, this, this is the revolution is here. So it's time for, for a lot of things going to start changing. It's being televised. Well, let's talk about let's talk about the Disney movie. Let's talk about the Disney movie that just came out this week, uh, Entanglement. <laughs> A great film. <laughs> Everybody was, was watching. Was what do you think about this whole Will, Jada, August? It's crazy. Me and you talked about it a little bit before this podcast. He did. He did. Let, let me tell you something, because quite frank and I disagreed on some things here. This is what I got to say. People being harsh with Jada because she's a woman. People are not recognizing that they Jada and Will had separated, and I know that quite frankly, gonna say, but they were married. They were married. Okay, cool. I get it. I get it. But if they both were having conversations about never being together again and all the other jazz, and she felt happy with August, and she, you know, stated that, then, and and she and Will are good good with it now. Like if 
shouldn't be a problem. Like people real upset, people real deep in their feelings about this whole thing, and I don't understand if Jada is fine with it and will fine with it. It is. It should be completely okay. And half of the people talking about this single or think they in a good relationship and situation and it ain't as beautiful as they think it is. I think if they have this life partnership and it works for them, then it works. I agree. But I just, I hate when people like give like why does that be a credit cuz she's a woman? Okay, let me say I'm going to say this is my my opinion, okay? My thing is like this. It was it would have never been brought brought to attention if August had would have never said anything cuz Nobody. I, I mean, I forgot about August uh, for a minute, and so when the interview came us, out, yeah. never yeah. really knew him. So, no, right. So, and but and when people did him, they all know he always had emotional issues and things like that, right? And so, um, you know, she stated that that's how the relationship started because he came in with, with some baggage, and she wanted to uh, befriend him, yeah. and, you know, wanted to take care of him and things like that. But then. Then you know her and Will Smith was having some problems, and then she wanted a she wanted a a young thing, right? So she wanted to be taken care of. She wanted to feel good, like Holly Berry. <laughs> and so my thing is, I'm all, I'm all cool with that. I'm I'm cool with that. You can want to feel good, but at the end of the day, even though yes, y'all were separated, but Will Smith, if you look at the interview, you had a problem with it. Like he was, I mean, I don't know what they what, when they were separated, what their uh, agreements was, <laughs> but. And then they still married. So I saw this Facebook post, and I thought it was real interesting because you brought up the her being a woman, and, and it's a problem because you know she's a woman. But somebody put this yeah. and said, you know, I, I'm sorry, even though she is 44 years old, um, underlined, and if it, if it was vice versa, and Will had did this, there would have been a problem. They, nobody would have said, oh, he did it to feel good, or he did it because you know he needs to be loved. No, he would he would have been called a cheater. He would have uh, Jada Pinkett Smith would have been been brought up and 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 making sh- uh, giving her flowers and making sure she's okay. My thing is like it's cool, right? That you had whatever uh, engagement that you had with him, or you and Will Smith have worked it out. But you decided to bring it to the public eye, so I don't think well, no, that she giving all the flowers is because she was a woman in a relationship and you know she needed to be loved when she wasn't loved. That's what you got a husband for. Okay, but let me say this to you, okay, because they're just because you're in a relationship or you're married, you got a partner, don't mean that you're happy all the time, don't mean that, don't mean that they're performing in the way that you need them to. And so, again, you're, I feel like people are forgetting that part where she's saying, I was so unhappy and I wanted to feel good and I felt good um, and I hadn't felt that way in a long time. That means Will was a part of her feeling unhappy, right? And he obviously, and Will wasn't happy either, so she had a hand in it too. You know, but at the end of the day, what's the rapper name? Got about 37 kids out there. What's his name? Is uh, it A$AP Rocky? No. I, I, it, really? That's the rapper you pulled up? You got a lot of kids. I ain't talking about him. I'm talking about the one that's a bit more relevant now. Uh, I feel like it's ASAP Rocky. I could be wrong. I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name, but y'all know him. When they got 37 kids and 16 on the way, you know, that's bad. You know, he ain't he ain't doing what he's supposed to do. And I'm telling you, if Will was in the situation, if he had done that to Jada, Jada said, I forgive you, Will would have, Will would have been cheered on. And I want to mind you that Will said in that conversation, I'm going to get you back. You know, I'm trying to get revenge, and she was like, "All right,", right. which which that, which tells you that they have that they might have a little history of this that Will has done his right. dirt too, because she said that. 
true, but the, but then that lets me know too that you promoting what a bad marriage is. Like I'm not. I, I guess my my thing is for, for me is like I, I I think we kind of forgot about like what marriage is, right? You yes, you you gonna go through ups and downs. You're gonna go through not liking the person, right? You might decide to go your separate ways for a second, right? We see it all the time, people leaving the house and coming back or just leaving and never coming back. But while you're in that marriage, right, you're in that marriage, you gotta, you, you still have to act like you're in a marriage, right? Like, until we get a divorce, then your, your ass ain't going nowhere. You, ain't, you need to go nowhere to feel good, right? Feel good with me when you ain't mad at me. Until then, sit your ass at home, crochet. <laughs> do, what you, do what you need to do. But, uh, but on the other hand, I, this is the point we had, too. That sometimes it is it's more difficult when men get cheated on. It is a double standard. But when men get cheated on and it's brought to the public, it's a little bit more uh, devastating. And it is a double standard, but it is. If you look at now, like 50 Cent got made for the front of with that quote by 50 Cent. So sometimes it's a little bit more damaging um, to know that a woman cheated because sometimes women don't have that necessarily quality to cheat. Most times most time it's a man that's cheating. Is on the other end of the foot, you know. Mm. I just I just don't like when it's, when it's, when some things be grouped like that, where like a woman gotta be this way and a, a man gotta be this way, you know, like what? It's not just that way. Like, it's just it's just reality sometimes. Like I think reality, you will find that men cheat more than women. And that's just, to me, that's just okay. a good nature of to the nature of women. But, women are sometimes more loyal than men. Well, and I guess that's where we disagree in the in the sense that you classify that as cheating, and I classify it as an entanglement. That's what. <laughs> right, entanglement. It wasn't cheating. Shada, it wasn't. It was Shada did what she did, and she she's okay. Cool I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Right, go ahead and wrap it up for Asinine. We'll be doing this each and every week with the current events. So we're gonna go on to the next segment of the podcast. Yeah. And ain't and is. So, you know, I'm sure you all have heard about uh, the birthday party um, as it relates to Kanye West. So what do you all think? Uh, assuming that Kanye runs for president or runs for office, are you voting for him? Are you voting for the uh, birthday party and is and ain't? Um, it's really interesting, too. T- tell us what you all think about it. Um, and if you would actually vote, because I know. I think Ted Cruz got in some 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 mess recently because I think he said that uh, vote for Kanye is better than uh, Biden in mm-hmm. some ways, uh, and some people are also saying like Kanye is a vote for Kanye is a vote for Trump. Um, but also Kanye recently had a, I think a mental breakdown or some form of an episode as it relates to bipolar disorder, um, and some people are worried that that was like a part that was a part of a. Um, him announcing that he was running for president. So, and is and dang. Y'all vote for Kanye if he running for the birthday party. Yeah. I sort of like the party right. name, though. Isn't that clever? Is that clever? Or is it just me? Yeah, it's pretty clever. You can be on their, on their, uh, their team. You get, you get votes. Maybe, maybe he'll choose him as a vice president. He'll get rid of, uh, of uh, what's his name? Is that vice president right now? What's the white president right now? The vice president. I forgot his name that question. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I don't know his name either, other than um, Funky Pence. Don't judge him. No. Right, Funky Pence. Thank you, Mike Pence. Maybe he'll mm-hmm. take Mike Pence and put him in place with Kanye. But yeah, we want to hear what Thank you guys it. have to think. We opening up the chat session. So if you go to www.blogtalk.com, you will go to our main website, and the, link, the, web, the web chat has been open. 
and go in here and chat it up and see what see what you think. Do you think that this is real? Do you think the would you vote for Kanye if he actually ran? Yeah, yeah. And you know a lot of people. So I just want to go ahead and do that. We got somebody in the chat already. Want to give him a shout out? We got D Dub in the house in our chat. D Dub. Why we got no clapping sounds on this side? Where our production? Oh, our we... production is like. <laughs> As Patty LaBelle said, where the background singers at? <laughs> We're gonna get some claps in here. I'm gonna work, mm-hmm. work on that for the next show. But um, yeah. So go ahead and like I said, go to www.slashblogtalk/smartasspodcast. Chat is open. B Dub did have a question. It's not a part of the vote for Kanye, but he did have what a question. Does? He wanted me to read. So his question was: This is from John Bogut stated. Uh, this is my, I guess a statement from John Bogay. I'm not super sure who that is. Um, but he stated that London, uh, at London, BLM protests for George Floyd, black men, we need to take care of our black women. Their, heart, their, hearts, are, their hearts are our future. We cannot demonize our own. They, they, are, they are pillars of the family. They have, to have, they have a better rate of becoming a better human beings. You want to know, do we agree with that statement or do we disagree with that statement? That we have to protect our women? Law? Yeah, do we have to protect our women? Do we agree that we have to protect our women, that they are the backbones of our, of, I guess, of the black culture? And then also, um, do we need, he wants to know too if there's a cry out for action. Is there a cry for action for his calling? Mm-hmm. We got to talk about that on the last show. We talked about what? We talked about like black women, and we kind of talked about black women not being heard, and black, uh, yeah. black women not, and black men are protecting them. Um, when it comes to violence or um, hateful words, or not just stand up for them as we should. No, yeah, there's been also a lot of, I feel like, conversations online that talks about um, teaching young black boys um, what it means to respect a woman. So when they get older, that is continually, continuously being sort of related and instilled in black boys. But yeah, I think that. Um, well, shoot! If, if if you're black, you have a you, you know a black woman. Oftentimes, your mom, your grandmother, your aunt, um, your sisters, your cousins um, that are oftentimes in a lot of situations holding us together, just sort of being the backbone for us when we need that. And and who and most of us, right? Most of what black men we mm. do if we have these if we have positive relationships with with black women, um, we do want to grow up and do our very best to take care. Of them, we want to take care of Mama. We want to give Grandma in the world. How many of us uh, first time we get a nice big old check? We right. probably spend it on our mom a little bit. We're gonna do something for them um, or something for our, our sisters or whatever the case is. So yeah, I think it, it is important that we have these conversations. Um, and even when you know you think about black women too, and just women in general, but you know we're talking about black women walking down the street being catcalled or being told sure. um, telling a guy no. I think that one that one guy um, recently, right, hit her in the face with a mm. skateboard because she denied him. Right, right. That ain't cool. Exactly. That ain't hot. Exactly. So, yeah. At all. We have to do better. We have to oh. do better. And on top of that, there is still the, the police officers have not been arrested for Breonna Taylor's um, killing. So killing. That's about that, too. Murder. Yeah. So, I do, I do agree with you that we do have to protect our black women. We need to make sure that they're safe. And that they're okay. So like, I do agree. And there should be a more call for action that we need to step up and protect them. He also, B Dub also said he would vote for Kanye, uh, but he only would vote for him to be impeached because you know that that uh, album that next year will be fire. <laughs> oh, my lady. So you're all right. 
<laughs> that'd be a crazy <laughs> album about him being vice president for a couple months. <laughs> Listen, the, right, the, so, the birthday party, I can already see a really nice like soundtrack and song associated <laughs> with the birthday party. I, I don't know about y'all, but I was dancing to it in my head, whatever it would be. But I, you do, you, do you have Kim K as the first uh, first wife? So and she been doing. And you got do you got me with Kim K? She has been doing a lot of getting a lot of people uh, off of jail and life sentences with the work she's been doing. I think um, she did it one time. So I'm not gonna give her a lot of people. I'm just gonna give her twice. one time. She done it twice, I believe. Okay, so she did it two times. I'm not gonna give a lot of. I, I appreciate it, but I ain't finna be like, yeah, you you doing a lot of work. You did it twice. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, we wanna hear from you guys. If you have anything else to say? We can definitely gonna read it out loud. But let's go on to uh, I think it's an important Katie conversation Little. where we talk about K Little. So go ahead, K Little, take it away. Okay, y'all. So. If you don't know me, uh, a couple of years ago, two years ago at this point, you know, I went through some changes when it came to my health and just my lifestyle in general, um, just overall wellness. And one of the things I wanted to talk about today was um, how we're sort of dealing with COVID-19 and being inside so much oftentimes and, and just sort of the fear, but more associated with what, what that is doing to our body. Um, what's been coined like the COVID-15 or the COVID belly um, and our inability to sort of work out and move for a lot of reasons. Okay, so the pandemic hits, we're inside, we are eating all the good food. A lot of us eat when we're nervous too. I know I definitely do. Um, And then we're not able to go to the gym because the gyms are shut down. Um, Some of us don't have the the privilege of being in spaces where we can work out outdoors and practice social distancing, like New York City, for example, which is sometimes pretty difficult depending on what area you live in. So what I want to encourage you all to do, and something that I'm trying to continue to tell myself every day, is to literally get up in the morning and start every day with some form of movement. Um, I don't care what that looks like, and please don't use the the excuse of I can't, I don't know what to do, um, I, I need the gym, or um, this is really hard, and I can't figure this out, so I'm not going to do anything. At this point, most people are doing their workouts on social media because uh, celebrity, or excuse me, um, fitness trainers are on Instagram, Facebook Live doing workouts. I got quite frank to do, how many workouts we do, about two or three of them at one point? Um yeah, they feel like yeah, two or three. Yeah, trying to actually like move and sort of keep going so we can keep those heart rates elevated and actually going too. Uh, in addition to you can YouTube, literally just YouTube a, a free workout, a HIIT training, uh, thirty minute workout, um, what you need. Um, but the most important thing is just your nutrition and your diet too. So I encourage you all to incorporate them veggies and those green things into your meals every single day. Um, that's going to flatten that COVID belly for you um, and help you stay fit and healthy. I think it's already hard to be inside and it's really challenging to realize that you're gaining weight, especially if you're a person that cares about your appearance. Um, And some of us have to return back to work at some point and worry about what that might look like. So get up, go outside, move, and make sure you're eating healthy and eating well. And if you ever, ever need to figure out what that looks like, okay, because the cheese pizza ain't eating well, even though it sounds real good, and I had one a couple of days ago. Um, but that ain't eating well. Eat broccoli. When in doubt, eat broccoli. Never hey, go wrong. You were challenged this week too, because you when you talk about that either about uh, you know we were off last or the week before last, and you had went home and got mm-hmm. some good food. But I I, I admire I you because you are one person that can you can you know how to balance it. And I think that's hard, especially now balancing like. 
being at home, eating well, because it you, because all the stuff that's going on for 2020, you're just like, man, forget it. I'll just eat a yeah. <laughs> slice of pizza. Yeah. It, you know? yeah. Well, and, you know, the thing is, too, we have to stay as healthy as we can because if we have these chronic illnesses and, and if we're struggling in a lot of ways, diabetes, high blood pressure, um, COVID is likely to take us out a little bit faster. And I think that is very much so the case in a lot of situations. So it's what I keep telling myself and what I keep telling my friends and my loved ones. I mean, quite frank, no, I'm always saying something to him about food and movement. So y'all tell it's him to get the movement. Because he's lazy AF. Yeah, I, I ain't lazy. <laughs> I, I, I move. But I think it's important, too, that uh, that you get your regular checkups, too. Uh, I know I just started. I can't. I ain't gonna say a lie. I ain't seen a doctor. In Who about introduced 10 years. you to that that idea? God. <laughs> God. No, uh, you did. Caleb. Caleb did put me. He made me. He checked up on me and made sure that I was going to the doctor regularly. That I was eating, you know, things like that. And some I'm still working on. But uh, you know, health especially is important, man. We got to make sure, especially within men too, because we, I think we go we go to the doctor less frequently than than anyone right so mm-hmm. because sometimes we're scared about certain things but it's important and um you know and it's some of the stuff you can do around the house man like even like k little said like certain things like people were doing because the gym were closed and finding different ways to do exercises and using chairs and and uh yeah. door hinges things like that that i didn't realize either so you know it's important. or, or- just dancing. One of the things I try to do when I wake up early in the morning, I turn on music and I move a little bit because if you know if if you like to move or you like the music, just move a little bit. It'll get you started, get you pumped for the day, and get you motivated. So you know if you need to do an early morning workout, do it. After five p.m., I can't I can't guarantee you I'm gonna work out because I get a little lazy. So I try to get up and do a good six a.m. workout and feel motivated for the day. But it's hard, and we know this. But know that um. Cause COVID bellies are real, so. Yeah, I want ahead. to see. I want people to come outside their house, <laughs> and that belly out. We we out we out of COVID, but that belly. Wait, 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 wait! But, wait, I, but I also want to. <laughs> I want to say. I want to say. You know, we're and we're not body shaming either. Not body shaming at all. Um, at so all. I want to be very clear on that. But you know, we got to be mindful that if our body will reflect what we do for it and what we put in it. That's all I got. That's all I'm gonna say about that. That is true. And and the last health step I want to say is put your damn mask on. That's another health. <laughs> uh, you can put your mask on because that's that's definitely going to, to make sure that you're gonna stay here. Um, it's gonna prove your health so you won't get COVID uh, nineteen. So please, everyone that's listening, put your damn mask on. That's approved by Smart Ass Podcast. Put your mother. Is that is that All right. So I guess that that'll do it for K Little's. Uh, K little lifestyle, so we're gonna have that back again because it's definitely important to do. So I can't believe we're almost here at the end of our last segment, which is miles off. So let's go ahead and we'll get. Quite frankly, you ain't like, playing none of these got darn <laughs> tunes. Oh. Hey. I don't even like it. Y'all better get ready to rumble. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and get some. <laughs> <laughs> next week we're gonna have a different song, y'all. Cause I, I ain't even. Like 
Yeah, we're still figuring out. We're trying to get, we're trying to get like the theme songs and everything together. So we're gonna go ahead with our mods off. You want me to go first, get a little, or you you want to go? You go first. All right. Well, my mod off uh, for this week uh, comes from an influencer on YouTube. Uh, I think everybody's heard heard of this guy. Maybe know of him. His name is Shane Dawson. So recently, Shane Dawson. Uh, the famous YouTuber, influencer, uh, he was caught, uh, or some videos were so had resurfaced of him spending some dangerous language. So I want to play the video. There's a couple of snippets of what he said, and I'm going to go into my mom, my mom's off. So I just want to play play uh, Shane Dawson, and I'm going to go into my, my mom's off. Millie, can you say the N-word, please? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nigga, bitch, monkey woman, you're the best! All right, so that's just that's just a couple of what he said. So these these clips are surface of him uh, with this type of language, as far as using the N word, uh, doing blackface, uh, a whole bunch of just I mean really uh, racist things. Um, so my mouth off come from this apology that he put out um, that was to me just half just half assed. Um, I, I get I get very offended um, with, with this day and age where these these video clips were I mean I were back in two thousand and some of them two thousand and six, uh, and they were still on his on his uh, YouTube page to be able to be viewed and watched. And now all of a sudden all these th- things that, that that has happened recently, um, now all of a sudden he was there was resurfaced right. He never took him off his Facebook page, um, but now that people put it to light, now he erased the videos and came out with a public apology that some people thought was half half ass or just a public apology because um, he was caught. Um, and so this is not really it's towards Shane Dawson, but it's towards a lot of people um, that want to resist um, the movement that's going on going on on the change. At this point, people have to start using their platforms. For 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 motivation, for change, uh, for, for 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 peacefulness. I don't think anymore that we can we can wait until we get caught red-handed to change. Uh, to me, Sean 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 Dawson um, has not uh, changed because he wants to change, it's because he has to, and because he was caught. Um, we've seen so many times these celebrities getting caught for for racist things that they said and did, and all of a sudden now they want to apologize because they're they're caught, uh, and it's not because they just came out and wanted to 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 change. We can't we can't we can't not uh, support people anymore for wrongdoing. Um, I'm I'm over seeing this. I'm over hearing the apologies. I'm over the excuses. I'm over uh, you going to uh, different groups to talk about certain things like uh, to, to uncover your uh, uh, racistness. I'm just over it. Like I said in the in the last podcast, if you're not with this, if you're not if you're not with us, you're against us. And Shane Dawson has yet to to be with us. He has yet to um, go go do any type of uh, any type of uh, appearances or any type of public apology to the black community and done anything to support the black community after this came out. So. I just want to put it out there that you have to be careful about what you do on your platforms, 
what you say and the image that you're giving. Now, he did this when he was a kid. Like I said, he was younger when this came out. Um, he had said he didn't know any better, but I, I just refuse to believe that you never took it off your YouTube page until now. It was still visible for people to see. So to me, it's almost like you wanted people to see that um, and see um, that you haven't changed, that this is something that that is current. And so my, my rant is just for people to wake up. Stop being left behind. Uh, we, we can't we can't uh, carry you or make you feel a certain way, but I can make you respect me. I can make you uh, realize that I am a human being. So I just want to put that out there for Shane Dawson that you dumb. I, I don't. I <laughs> hope you learn from this. I hope that you you can move on from this. But I don't forgive you. I don't forgive the, for the pain that you put people through. By seeing these videos about the girl that you had in these videos doing this, this act with you, which she was a black uh, African American girl, uh, you were calling her the N word and, and and teasing her and doing things like that. I can't imagine the pain that she might be went through when you were doing that to her. Maybe she didn't know who she was, and maybe she was covering up things. But you knew better. You knew what you were doing, and and a part of that, you're a part of a, a part of a community that is sometimes marginalized. Their rights are being taken away because he is a part of the um, lesbian. Uh, gay uh, community. Um, I love that. Say, 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 like I said, right, Chris, it's the LGBTQ plus. I pay plus community, right? And you, you would think you have sympathy for that. You would think that you would understand that. Why would you hate hate another uh, culture, hate another community when you're when you are targeted as well too? So shame on you. Um, that was just wrong, and I hope you learn from this. I hope I hope that people don't buy your stuff. I hope that you never put out another YouTube video ever again, um, and I just hope you learn from this. I'm quite quite frank, just really really uh, went off on a mouth off. Uh, no <laughs> no forgiveness at this point. That was good stuff. Um, thank you for that, quite frank. So my mouth off is going to be basically for those of us in the world that um, are not COVID-19 seriously and choosing to wear this mask. So I went to um, back to go visit family at this point, what, two weeks ago almost, North Carolina. And when I came back to New York City, I was required to quarantine for 14 days, and I'm still in that process. I haven't been able literally to step outside of my home um, to do much of anything. So I'm missing outdoors and what that life was. Um, every time I get on social media, every time we turn on the news, there's is records and the deaths of deaths or um, positive testing of COVID-19, which is really disappointing. But then I also see everybody and their mama popping in for pimp in the club everywhere else in the world when they need to have a mask and they need to be social distancing and they're really acting like everything cool and everything peachy. Please be mindful. Please be mindful that it doesn't hurt to put on a mask. And at that point, it ain't even about you. It's about the people around you. Okay. Um, You know, when I was in North Carolina, it seemed like nobody want to wear a mask. Every time you go somewhere, see a couple of people have it on or or they barely wearing it. Um, they're not taking it as seriously sometimes. So I want to challenge you all to pay attention to these things, to take care of yourself, but also each other. And if you do decide to step outside, shout out to Walmart and Arkansas and the rest of the places finally jumping on board when it comes to requiring people wear masks. Um, but you have to do that. 
be mindful of these things. And I also want to say it ain't enough. It's just not enough to be like, I'm going to be fine. I'm young. I'm going to pray about it. No, you got to make sure you're taking care of yourself and you're taking the steps to ensure that that doesn't happen. So being young and prayed up also aids you in that way too, okay? So mouth off. Take care of yourself, people, and put your mask on, fool. Hey, even so, even if the government tells you to put your mask on. I know, yeah, yeah. You don't need to wait on some some political power to tell you to wear a mask, to put your mask on, Okay. This is a very important time, and we're reaching a really interesting time as we start to have conversations about kids going back to schools, um, universities, and higher education and colleges opening back up, um, at some point terminating unemployment and what that was, and jobs um, sort of becoming a thing, whatever that looks like in different phases. So, yeah, yeah, we got to take care of each other. We have to. We have to do this right. have to do it right. So, All right, well, that ends mouth off for the day. Mm-hmm. Mouth off is complete, and y'all, we are at the very end. We are done with episode two of Smart Ass Podcast. Um, at some point, I'm going to wrap and sing to y'all the, the lyrics we have for intro song, but quite frankly, I'm ready for it. Um, yeah, do so I, boy, if you only want to Listen, so I do want to thank I do want to thank y'all for tuning in. Um, we'll definitely see y'all next week. I'm sorry about last week and the week before last week. We had some technical difficulties the week before I was out of state, um, and then um, and I was unavailable. Um, and so now we're back. So every Thursday at seven thirty p.m. Eastern time, we will be here on BlogTalkRadio.com backslash Smartass Podcast. Okay. Um, if you missed the show, if you missed the live show, it is completely. Okay, again, we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts the very next day, every Friday, sometimes the same night. We try to upload the same night, but um, very, uh, on Friday, if you missed the, missed the live podcast, I want to encourage you all to stick with us. One thing I appreciate about doing this podcast, with quite frank, is that it is very raw, honest, and authentic and transparent in every way. And you're going to see and hear us mess up with some different things, and I think that's completely okay. Please stick with us as we continue to grow and improve um, the podcast and continue to sort of participate in trial and error because it's really important. And thank you all for those of you who have listened to the first episode, who's listening today, who will listen to the podcast today. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, Finally, be safe, be well, and we'll see you smartasses next week. All right. All right. So we're out of here. My name is Kay. My name is quite Frank. That's Kay Little. We'll see you back here on the 17th of next Thursday. Peace out. Next Thursday is not the 17th. Wait, <laughs> 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 third. Wait, third. <laughs> 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 oh, that's the third.